Gary. We're back. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Are we not? Uh, maybe we are. Ugh, just say it. Dear Gary with the optimist and the antisocial. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Dear Diary Podcast. You already know, like, you already know it is The Optimist, your girl, The Optimist. We are back with another episode, episode 10. We have reached 10 episodes, guys, right? <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Anyway, um, you know, we, are, we, are, we always do this on this podcast. How was your week, guys? How have you been? How has everything been? How are you? I hope you're staying safe in this, in this, oh, and oh, because, you know, they released the lockdown, but I hope you're still staying safe. You're still wearing your nose mask, you're still washing your hands, and you're still social distancing because some people are like, getting up in my personal space. Okay. So, antisocial, how was your week? Um, my week was good. Uh, interview went great. Uh, um, you know, Hopefully we get a positive response soon. Um, what else happened in my week? Oh, I went to my service provider. I finally was able to upgrade my SIM, so that's a good thing. Yay! Other than that, like I did nothing. So great, right? I feel like you're being sarcastic, but okay, <laughs> okay. We we will just understand that you're you're the antisocial, and it's just who you are. So. Guys, last week we were talking about um, um, jealousy. Uh, last week, last week's topic was "Don't you jealous me?" And we're talking about jealousy, how you should not be, um, how you should not be jealous and uh, of your friends when they are in, when the good things are happening to your friends. Basically, how you should not have malicious intent towards their success and their progress. So. As a spin-off from that, moving on from that, we're going to be talking about friendship. Today's topic is friendship goals. Are you friendship goals? Uh, that, that, that was unnecessary, but anyway. We're going to be talking all about friendship, what friendship is to us, because, you know, we always say what these things are to us. Um, what friendship is to us, you know, several factors in friendship. So, um, I'm going to be saying what friendship is to me because I'm not about to let the antisocial say her definition and put me down, make it seem like, you know, you know she's like brainiac fives. So when she starts talking, you'd be like, God, I wish I don't have anything sensible to say. So I'm just going to say my definition first. Okay. Um, for me, friendship is when two or more people decide to um, mutually agree to be there for one another, to support each other, to support each other within any any capacity that they can that is basically friendship to me in layman words you know i don't i don't used to speak grammar like that you know so that's what friendship is to me i feel like for you to call yourself someone's friend you need to be ready to support that person when the person needs support and in whatever area that person needs support now i'm not saying you will sign a contract and say oh i so 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 and so hereby the optimist hereby declare that i shall support thee in good times and in bad times no you're not getting married but you know when you say oh i'm your friend you're basically saying i'll be there for you when you're down i'll pick you up and when you're happy i'll celebrate with you that's what friendship is about you need to be able to support that person basically that's friendship to me you know i like rambling so before i ramble out of time i'm going to ask the social what is friendship to you 
Uh, friendship to me, first of all, there's I think there are certain um, elements that have to be present before I can say that person is my friend. Like you said, it has to be mutual agreement. Yeah. You have to both be invested in the relationship, mm. but then it has to have a spiritual connection. Maybe I, I told you guys, I started again. I can't be friends with you if we don't have this level of intimacy hmm. in ourselves wait, like, wait. with one another. Like, don't don't be filthy, Jesus. You said intimacy. I need to understand what kind of intimacy. I'm talking about spiritual connection. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Uh, well then, uh, I must be able to trust you. You know, I must be able to uh, trust in you, trust you, and trust in you, trust in my expectations of you. You understand? So, um, if these characteristics or these elements are not there, then it's not friendship. But friendship, to me, uh, putting all together, I would say, is the mutual agreement. Of people to open their hearts to one another to have a spiritual connection that is based off of love and trust sometimes i hate you <laughs> but it's okay it's okay see this is why i said my definition first i hate you why why because look at your definition if you had said yours first i would have just shrinked into my shell but it's okay it's okay thank god i said mine first and mine was short and cute okay but then um we're talking about where well, I was giving my definition. I mentioned the fact that it has to be mutual mm. and it has to be an agreement. Yes. And for some, for there to be an agreement, it means there are um, um, terms that have been agreed on. Can make it sound like a contract? Me? It is a contract. That I, I feel people don't understand the gravity of the word friend, hmm. and, and that is why people, people, um, people misconstrued the word um the in the bible in the bible because we're christians we like to give examples from the bible but in the bible the only person who was ever called a friend of god was abraham and then look at how close that friendship is or was rather um i mean in the bible is like a current story that we can read but then um abraham is dead though how close that relationship was that trust was so deep he was willing to sacrifice his son because and he's a promised son yeah on for years but then that he had so much trust in god that he was able to you know do it so if i can't have trust in you as a friend then i mean come on it's a contract please this is that we're signing our lives off to one another just in case you know and then as is for as long as it is relevant in mm. our lives you get but then um like i said there are terms to the agreement meaning that um um there are things that we be both of us like both of us now we're friends uh, even though we are friends and sisters but then um we're friends can we add, i need an extra title we can't you can't just call me friends you can't just be friends and sisters i feel like i'm more important than your other friends so you have to give me some other special title friend i'm your sister but like you're starting to call some other people your sisters so i need another title let's just say continue but then that will be like some other time anyway um talking about boundaries in boundaries of your friendship personally um how i define my my um my friends my friendships or how i lay down the boundaries of my friendship actually has come from the other person mm-hmm. because for me i have been i'm someone who is always um misjudged i'm always seen as a stuck up person a snob or someone who's not very friendly even though 
and yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just reserved but i'm a friendly person meaning that you have to gain some level of my trust before me to open up to you i'm not about to have everybody touch my space because i'm a very loyal person yeah and i can't just have myself open up to a lot of people you understand so i'm just protecting my mind and my my inner peace and all that but then um based off that per- that other person if i'm giving if i'm getting like um I want to be a sister to you vibe hmm. from that person then i know okay fine the expectations i have of this person is that of a sister you get i want someone who can be my confidant a shoulder to cry on um a source of encouragement someone who can be in my amen corner someone i know that i, I can trust not to feel jealous of me basically me yeah basically you you get but then uh if i'm getting oh i just want to be the person who keeps it for your class fine we stick, we keep it at that at that level. You understand? Sit-keeper. So you might you might sit keeper. You get so I feel like a lot of people need to understand, um, need to mutually discuss these things because sometimes you might have expectations of a friend, and then that friend is like seeing you. You might see that person as a sister, and the person is seeing you as an acquaintance. Hmm. You get so you just make sure that you're not. There's no mix up anywhere, and I hate to assume. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna. A lot of my friends have like so we're friends now, right? Like yeah, we're, like, we're friends. You get so I don't I don't want no mistakes. Like mm. I don't want to have to go. Oh, that person is my friend, and the person is like, oh, we're not friends. So please, I don't want to do that. You yeah, get, so because I've done that to people, and karma is is where. Well. <laughs> yeah, so um, so that I feel if you have boundaries, then you have you know what to expect from people, and once you know what to expect from people, nobody gets hurt. Mm. Nobody gets hurt. Uh, there is no misconception no assumptions no stress basically so you know the people who are in your life for you and those so you know who are your haters even though i don't think anybody really generally has haters unless you're beyonce <laughs> unless you're beyonce true that you understand but then or cardi b yeah hmm. so that's basically that's basically it for me for like boundaries well for me it's like it but like it's like the other side of the coin now you're somebody that doesn't really reach out to people you wait for that vibe but i'm a really friendly person i'm this kind of person that when i need to or for the first time i'm like hi hello i'm simi you know nice to meet you people people now start to think because i am friendly with them we are friends now don't mistake me being nice as us being friends now i believe for me i see my friends in categories they have their stages now as because i am a christian i also use like a a an example from the bible it was actually my pastor in church in learning that made this example and i realized that it applies to me as well that my friends come in different stages now the outer courts those are the people that are my acquaintances you know people i say hi or hello to once in a while we're not really tight like that then there's the inner court there are people that i talk to they know certain things about me but you know they're not the kind of people that every time i have a problem or something is happening to me they're not a part of the first 10 people i call so those are people in my inner court they've known me for some time and then there are people in my holy of holies these are people that over the years, over time... Now, for you to be in my Holy of Holies, the people that I've noticed that are in my Holy of Holies, that's my closest, my tightest friends, are people that I've known for them... Like, I've either I've known them for a really long time, or when we met, it was like, like you were saying, it was like just this insane spiritual connection. You understand that this person is so like me, like my roommates now. We, do, we haven't known ourselves for three, five years, but, you know... 
she's somebody that I can connect to. I have two friends in school. I have three friends in school that I'm shocked at how much, you know, how close I am to them because I was able to connect with them. Now, these are the people like that I, I can say are close to me. And, you know, I feel like we as people, when, when you have, when you're in your, when you're friends with people and the friendship comes in stages, even with your closest friends, with your closest friends, there are, there are factors that can start to make you, you and that friend drift apart. And one of them is guilt. It's guilt in when, you know, like I, for me, for example, when I, um, I was in children's church and I was 12 at the time and I met this awesome young woman, you know, her name is Stephanie. We're still friends to date. And in fact, my mother and friends were basically sisters. And, you know, at the time where I met her, my sister was my only close friend. And when me and Stephanie became so close that we were always talking to each other, we were always like, um, when Stephanie and I, sorry, sorry, I I went to secondary school, I know English. Um, When Stephanie and I were, became super close and super tight, my sister did not have any other friend that was close to her apart from me. So I started to feel guilty, like, okay, I can't really share my friendship and my experience in this friendship with my other friend that happened to be you, my sister. So the way, like, how do we cope with these things? Because obviously it will happen when you make a new friend. Now, it's not just about making a new friend. When you get that position, maybe you and your friend, both of you were stuck in the un- unemployed category and you got a job first and you got a really good job and your friend is still unemployed, your friend is still hustling. You might start feeling guilty like, oh, um, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to relate to this, my friend. You know, should I feel bad? You might not be able to share the experiences you're having in your new workplace with your friend because you understand that your friend is unemployed. Your friend is still going through that struggle and you don't want to, to seem like you're rubbing it in your friend's face. Now, for me, when it came to making a new friend, how I coped as a 13, it was like at 13, I really noticed it, 13, 14, I really noticed that it was getting out of hand and I did not want to lose either one of these people. So I made my sister my um stephanie's friend my sister and stephanie became friends you know they were not as tight as i was to either one of them but you know they would see themselves like hi hello what's good someone like my sister it's hard for my sister to even greet you on a normal day so the fact that you know they, they I, I tried to make them friends both my friends became friends and it was easier for me to share my friendship with each of them with the other person and it's like okay nobody was getting jealous Nobody was getting angry because, you know, you know this person. There's a form of familiarity. I know not everybody would, would handle it the same way. Even when it comes to, like, a job or what, not whatever the situation, how somebody like me would deal with you is just because of the way I am. If I get something before my friend, I would use it as, as a source of encouragement for my friend. Like, oh, you know, both of us were hustling and I was able to get a job. It's a sign that you too, something good is coming your way. You know, that's just the kind of person I am. I don't know how the antisocial handle it. probably handle it a really different way, but that's how I handle things like guilt because, you know, I've, I've been in this situation and I know that other people too have been in this situation. So antisocial lady, how about you give us your own, um, I don't know what to call it, but just tell us how you handle kids. Okay, so um, I've noticed that a lot of times uh, we or the person who is feeling the guilt is probably feeling something that is not really there. Hmm. For example, like um, the optimist at the time, this scenario that she gave, at the time I'd already trashed um, the issue. I'd spoken to our mom 
about it and then she had been um a source of comfort for me because it wasn't um jealousy or envy it's just i didn't i was like in limbo i didn't have anything to do with myself like the one person who was my friend suddenly wasn't there and she was always never around she was always with her friends yet so um it was weird for me but then i, I just had to adjust to it yeah. and then i was able to express myself and that was it you get but then you kept feeling guilty you get because so i feel like um a lot of times some of these unless the person the other person or you're feeling guilty for or because of your situation the person is making you feel guilty mm. you could um you could leave things alone it might just be in your head Mm. that person doesn't clearly express that's just how i would do it because i don't like awkward conversations i prefer we never have any kind of awkward conversation but then if you feel because if i feel that way i would want to tell you that this is how i feel you understand even though because i'm believing that for me to say that to you there's a level of trust and intimacy between us i'm just gonna say it yeah stop looking so weird <laughs> when i say intimacy jesus i'm Christ. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i just uh, can't so, help it um um so it, uh I want to say ignore it if that person has not or you could have a third party go um could you analyze and see if this person really looks like uncomfortable whenever i mention this other person when i talk about my job yeah whenever i do this um uh talking about a job opportunity a friend of mine and i uh we we got um employed in our campus radio station around the same time as about on the same day mm. and um i advanced really quickly compared to her and um, i was in everything i was doing like a lot of things and she wasn't doing like a lot uh and then the one she the one thing she was doing like it was like really shaky and yeah. then it got to a point i couldn't even i couldn't um speak about the radio station because yeah, i felt like oh like it's like rubbing it in her face that oh i'm doing this and i'm doing that and all that but then i realized that she would ask like so what's up now what's happening like how and i'm like oh okay so yeah it's just in my head mm. understand so that that's actually possible so um apart from ignoring then when you feel when you are you are um in the situation where that person has actually expressed themselves like okay this is how i'm feeling this and blah 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 you then reassure the person you console the person depends on the kind of situation the person is going through adversity you console the person if the person is feeling insecure about your new friendship the new memories you're making with your new friends you reassure the person of how important that person is still in your life make sure that you engage that person in your life um to reassure them not just with words you get when it comes yeah. to um job placement or advancement you could use your story you know to encourage your person and sometimes you make some mistakes at work that your story would help your friend avoid those same mistakes yeah. in the workplace so i feel effective communication is the key to um uh, eradicating guilt in friendship okay that's just that's just me oh you're so cute <laughs> but then uh when we talk about guilt um guilt most times is caused by change you know change is happening and then something so dynamic the dynamics of relationship is changing mm. and you can notice that yeah you can feel that when you feel guilty about some things that have that have happened and um talking about change sometimes friendship friendships don't grow like you grow hmm. sometimes friendships don't you're making me sound like a pastor jesus christ calm because down. You're, you're you're sounding like pastor preaching pastor <laughs> i was about to say preaching pastor but i'm just gonna hold myself but then um sometimes friendship doesn't grow like you grow sometimes some of your friends some of your friends are stuck in your past and you should just hmm. stay there 
they get doesn't mean they're bad people doesn't mean they're just not good for your future they have to stay in the past where they they are i guess yeah yes so uh, the, um knowing how to grow and friendships that need to grow with you is very important that's when you, you talk about maintaining your friendships as you're growing yeah. uh, for me i have had friends that i've had okay my longest friendship is um 21 years 20 about to be 22 who is that you <laughs> oh oh my god yes <laughs> okay it's me <laughs> you're a fool oh god <laughs> i was wondering like i don't you don't have friends like that <laughs> so okay, i was confused after that i've had friends for up to 10 years who uh i've had favor who's uh, favor and your Oh, you don't you up to 10 years. Yes, Regina. I've known you, Regina, since I was 12. Okay, that's up to 10 years. Don't reveal your age. <laughs> <laughs> you get, so, um, this kind of friendships, you get, they've been able to grow with me. Hmm. Because they've grown. They themselves as people have grown and they are good for my life. Because I'm, I'm pretty selfish. I'm not about to have... A toxic person in my life not like the person is a bad person but then you're just not relevant to my future and i'm not gonna highlight you like cluster my my like yeah, my stages like you just move to the outer core or just out of the temple Jesus. <laughs> like just like you, <laughs> you get so um uh, i've said the key to maintaining your friendship as you're growing is to share your life experience with the people who you want to remain friends with yeah memories is the key to binding friendships mm. you know you have your spiritual connection eventually it fizzles out because you don't have joint memories you get so having joint memories with a person the person might not have to be in your life but in the fact that you're just the person about your life the person is important enough that the person that yeah, the things have happened to me that even though you were not there you, you it was like you were there because yeah. i narrated what happened um, today there are people who know what I do every day. That's why I find I do nothing every day, but they know what I do every day. They can picture what I do every day because I tell them what I do every day. Mm. You understand? I take them along. I know. Okay. And then, um, um, when you do that, you're able to, first of all, you shut down any feelings of, um, neglect that your friends might be feeling. You understand? Yeah. Like breathe any unnecessary drama. You understand? Um, and then you are growing spiritually mentally physically emotionally with your friends hmm. and because you're growing with your friends the friendship is maintained growing, yeah yeah so that's just it you have if you're growing whatever information because we're all like we're all made up of information we we impute like every day our brain is like a supercomputer just taking in information so whatever information you you gather that day share it hmm. with the people who are in your life Yes. And let them know, okay, this was happening. Like, it, might not, it might not be an everyday thing. Not, sometimes uh, there are friends I speak to like once every two months. But when we talk, we talk. Yes. You understand? You get, and then they know the lowdown of what's happening in my life. Mm. And they're still in my life. You understand my point? That so I feel you. like that's just like, that's just how you can maintain your friendships. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I, I agree with you totally. But before I continue, I just want to say, you guys, see how I'm always like, putting in little bits into, into like when when the antosha is talking i'm always like hyping her he never does that for me oh, because i'm listening and i want to hear what you're saying and you can't say hmm once in a while oh my god so but i was going to say to add to that i was just going to say that you know 
when it comes to friendship another thing we need to understand is that when your friend is like this particular friend i was talking about stephanie when she was when she had to travel to the states i i felt i I was happy for her but at the same time i felt bad because i was like okay is our friendship going to end Mm -hmm. but i feel like for your friendship to grow and for a long time i was letting my insecurities affect our friendship yeah and it wasn't until i i decided to you know I knew that the circumstance around our friendship was changing. We're not in secondary school anymore. Mm-hmm. She was no longer in Nigeria. We were not always going to each other's house every midterm break and long break. It was it was not happening. We're not yeah. seeing ourselves every Sunday. So you know, I but I did want to accept that fact that we were changing, and I I just kept on. You know, I would get angry when I sent her a text, and she could not she would not reply until like two three hours after. And it wasn't until I sat myself down to realize that okay, see me. You need to understand. I understood that. Um, I had decided to understand the change and accept it because it is difficult to accept that the circumstances around your friendships are changing. But when you accept it, you realize that you know you you grow like you are you like you are saying you grow in your friendship. You 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 just you just move on a different different aspect. Evolve. You evolve. Thank you. Uh, you are smart. Um, <laughs> you evolve. And the, the thing about friendship is that you can evolve to that point where it seems like your friendship can evolve and you become acquaintances. Your friendship can, your acquaintance can evolve into a friend. Now, that's when you talk about upgrades and, um, I won't say downgrades per se, but like downgrades <laughs> in friendships. You know, this person that's, that was your friend today can be your acquaintance tomorrow. I was listening to Tyler Perry as Medea the other one one day like that and he was talking about how some friends are leaves, some friends are branches and there are some friends that are roots. The leaves once the breeze breeze blow they are off. Yeah. I mean they literally are it's leaves. Adversity, yeah. They, yeah, they, they leave. <laughs> and there's they are the branches. It seems like they're going to stay for a long time, but a bigger turbulence and they break off yeah. or they decay. Yeah. But the roots are always there. You can find one or two people that have roots in your life. Yeah. Now, as a final note, I'm just going to say that whether that person is a leaf, a branch, or a root in your life, you need to cherish the friendships that you have. No matter how short that friendship is. You know, you might have a friend for three months, for a year. Don't despise that that friendship or that friend because that friendship did not last. Mm -hmm. Understand that that person was that friend for a season. And even if that person, you knew that person for two days, and that person was close to you. The person would have let, left their own mark on your life. They would have done something that would have affected you. Even if it's as little as because of that friend, you started adding ginger to your stew. These are things that, you know, or as big as, you know, the person left a huge mark on your life. You, the, your attitude changed because of this person. These are things like once a person comes into your life, cherish that friendship. Understand that there is growth and there is you evolve with friendship. Yeah. And you should cherish that you cherish your friendship. I keep saying cherish friendship because it seems like people don't cherish friends that have not lasted for 50 years. But cherish even the five minutes friendship. Cherish them. And when they go, let them go. Do not despise them. Do not um, hate on them. So that is my final note to you today, guys. Uh, for me, I would say when it comes to friendship, do not feel guilty when you have to let go of some friendships. Hmm, it's true. Like sometimes we accept when other people let us go, but you see, I said hmm. We don't recognize when we need to let some people go. Yeah. It doesn't mean they are bad people. They're just not right for us at hmm. that time. Yeah. We might see them in the future and reconnect, 
but it's not necessary that they be in our lives at that time protect your personal space protect mm. your spiritual energy protect your mind protect your heart it's very important because one thing is the spiritual connection one yeah the bible knew what it was saying when it said guard your heart diligently yeah you get so um it's very important that you guard it spiritually and just just be very very vigilant when it comes to your heart and your mind and your inner peace and all that kind of stuff so um i think that's just it don't feel guilty okay so guys um uh we are at the end of this episode so don't forget to reach out to us on social media twitter at the dear diary pod but the all the letters start with capital letter and instagram at the full stop dear diary pod all in small letter and you can also reach out to us in the comment section of our various streaming platforms so guys on that note i am the optimist and i am saying goodbye and god bless you and social say goodbye Bye. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Bye.